dum 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 ba dum 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 ba dum 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 yup sports are dumb dum 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 welcome to sports are dumb i'm joey and i am sean and i'm in a singing mood why is that sean why am I singing? Because I like to sing before I do things, because that's how we do it in America. <laughs> that sounds incredibly annoying. I can't imagine how many times that's inconvenient where you have to sing before performing a task. And yet, it happens at just about every sporting event every we go to. Every sporting event, for some reason, even when it's the 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 New England Bashers versus the the Detroit Runners. You still have to what sing. What cleverness. <laughs> <laughs> Bashers versus the runners. A quite top of the standings matchup. Who knows what's going to happen. Um, but, hey, but we can't play the game yet. Why? Why can't we play the game yet? Because we have to sing the national anthem first. We do. And it's always uh, a... Well, not always. It's not always a spectacle, but it's it seems more memorable when it's a spectacle. If you go to a game and if it's spectacularly bad, yeah, yeah. and you, <laughs> you go to a game and you get like, oh, here's this fourteen-year-old uh, kid who's very good at singing, singing it, and they perform it flawlessly. You're like, okay, cool, yeah, tip off. But I want to see something like a Fergie, uh, where players are trying to contain their laughter, or perhaps a Carl Lewis like this. Oh, 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 say can you see and the rockets red Uh-oh. I'll make up for it now. For the land of the free That was so much national anthem. <laughs> written by Francis. <laughs> written by Francis Scott off key. Those were last night's lowlights. They were last night's highlights. <laughs> that was also uh, a clip featuring Charlie Steiner of ESPN uh, critiquing Carl Lewis's work. Because. Uh, I don't think you can listen to that without laughing in a similar manner. It's so rough, why not man. Put, like, it's... I felt so bad for him. Like, in the moment, I, I'm sure when I was a kid and saw it for the first time, I was like, ah, oh, that's funny. But now, just thinking of myself in that situation or when I'm in karaoke trying to sing and how nervous I am. But he had the entire world watching him. Like, oh, man. I've always wondered because I, I, Sean, you and I are both karaoke fans. I used to yeah. host karaoke when I lived in Los Angeles. I have an ongoing playlist of songs i've performed at karaoke that's how, about, how long's that list how it's about 600 songs oh god it's very close <laughs> just updated it recently i was gonna yeah. guess 100 and something no there's quite a bit because when when i hosted there'd be one of my hosting nights was a tuesday night and tuesday nights are very slow for karaoke as you might expect so you'd get like a, a influx of people very early on who were coming home from work we started at 7 p.m which is probably also too early for karaoke we started at 7 p.m people would come in coming home from work peace out by like eight and then you'd maybe get like 10 to 15 people throughout the rest of the night. And then maybe some drunk folks like after midnight would come. Over, like, I want to sing. And I'm like, great. There's no wait. There you go. But our boss liked us to kind of keep it going. So sometimes I would do a song 
because there's no one on the list. So I'm like, I'm going to try this like She Loves Me Not by Pompa Roach, like an obscure song, which that one was because I asked someone, hey, what's a song from like the early 2000s you want me to do? And for some reason, that was the pick he made. And I was like, you know what? You've you've tipped me before, so I how, will. How'd it go? How did that singing that specific specific song go? I would say poorly. Oh no! Okay. Uh, perhaps one of the worst karaoke performances I've done, but I've always been curious. I've never seen it done before, and I don't know if I have the courage to do this song or the the um, even the vocal capacity to do oh. the national anthem. But I've always wondered. What that would be like at karaoke. Today. Someone just says, oh, I yeah, if someone just comes up and, and asks, encourages everyone, <laughs> encourages everyone to remove their hats, uh, maybe even to stand up, like get the whole bar standing up. Well, people have done happy birthday, yeah? Yes. Okay, so. But happy birthday is like a sing-along event. Like if yeah. you are out at a restaurant and it's your birthday, they're going to bring you a cake of some kind, probably a, a vanilla on vanilla. My favorite. That is just very much on fire there's a candle perhaps they've just lit the cake entirely on fire there's some sort of spark yeah and then it's a lot of people singing maybe even some of the wait staff is also singing along with the group at your table but at the national anthem people are kind of mouthing along a little bit but it's not like it's not like a group vocal it's not like we're all you know arms around each other swaying type of thing and so i'm just very curious how it would go i don't know at karaoke like I know how to go for me. I'll be in there like, is this really happening? Is this this is what we're doing? Um, I would just be pouting the entire time. <laughs> like I'm often one to do uh, with my arms crossed as I am talking to the microphone right at this moment. Uh, I think I'd like it. Nothing is more infuriating when a karaoke song comes on where it's like, I don't know this song. And then you they show you the time of it. Yeah. And it's like over four and a half minutes. And I'm... I mean, a national anthem. We're only I, doing the first verse, yeah, of the national anthem. Yeah, then yes, yeah. yes, okay, the okay. classic one. I would. Well, I don't know. That's another thing. Uh. It's like, is it? <laughs> is it? It's like the time before I knew how terrible of a person R. Kelly was when I would sing the Ignition remix, mm-hmm. and I was at. I mean, this was probably 15 years ago. I was at a karaoke bar in the Dominican Republic, and it just said "Ignition" by R. Kelly, and I asked the host, I was like, "Is this the remix? The remix or the original?" Which the original, I think, I've heard once. And it's way overtly sexual and slow. It's like a slow jam, not mm. the catchy Ignition remix. And the the host was just like, well, the words are on the screen. And I was like, yeah, but if I don't know how the song goes, like, yeah. if I don't know the rhythm of the song, like that's yeah. going to be a real uncomfortable three minutes for everyone. Thankfully, it was the remix. Everyone got their dance on. Oh, good. And I have since retired that song because, again, I, I don't want to support R. Kelly in any right, way. Yeah. Don't give him no money. Uh, back to the national anthem, though. <laughs> um, I get it if we're like if I'm watching some World Cup soccer, uh, national anthem. Yeah, let's get it. If I'm watching some Olympics, some uh, some FIBA World Cup basketball, and some any international team USA is playing, let's do it. Let's sing that national anthem. But when I'll use real teams, if I'm watching the Indianapolis Colts versus the Houston Texans, what like what's the point of seeing the national? Oh yeah, America. All right, let's watch these mediocre teams run into each other sixty times a game. I don't want to do that. Like we don't need we don't need that every game. Why? Why do? Why do? I know it was because some nineteen something baseball they wanted to cheer up the crowd because it was during the war, so they started playing the national anthem before the game, and it just kind of stuck after that. But 
Don't you think it takes some significance away from the national anthem and its meaning when you just play it every single game? Like, it's supposed to be special. Like, play it like the Super Bowl or something big, but just like, just for every single thing. I get it. It's not that big of a convenience, inconvenience to have it. What, the song is, what, two minutes long, but... um, Unless Christina Aguilera is singing it, in oh, which no. case it's well Aretha, over 210. Yes. Aretha Franklin at the Thanksgiving game a couple years ago. She took her time. Um, but yeah, like, why we don't need, I don't sing the national anthem before I go to the movie, before I go to a, a show, uh, before I start my job. Like, what's, come on, man. Like, we don't, I don't think it should be required. I think it's dumb that we all do it and we just do it just because of tradition and history and because we don't want, them folks get mad at us like they did Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> Even though he didn't slow down the national anthem, the national anthem always went on as planned. But, you know, that's a whole another topic of a discussion. And it's even more wild considering how international sports has become. Like, you could arguably have, not arguably, you could have a team where more than half of the players are not American and we're yeah. listening to a national anthem for. A nation that they don't, you know, they have, I mean, that's some affiliation too because they're playing for an American team, but they might, I mean, they might not know the national anthem like that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, in baseball, like there's teams where there's, there'd probably be like less than 20% of the team is American, yet they got to get up there and stand for the national anthem. Oh, it's just, come on, man. And singing all of the nation's national anthems would be outrageous and could be very time consuming. So, like, just, yeah, let's just play ball. All right. The games are long enough as it is, as we've discussed. And I'm putting it on you, TV. This could be a future episode. At the games, the schedules are start at 7. Don't be singing the national anthem at 7. I want kickoff. I want tip. I want puck drop at 7. We don't have to watch it. We're at home. We're on TV. I'm gonna. You're gonna have that national anthem playing while I got my face full of Twinkies waiting for this game to start. Yes, I still eat Twinkies. Like I don't know anybody else my age that still eats Twinkies. But come on, I, I I get you know you want your game to feel important, and the way you have it feeling important is by singing the national anthem. It's 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 not. It doesn't contribute anything, fam. I'm just sorry to tell you that doesn't make me unpatriotic, does it? I don't think so. All right. All right. I mean, I like the country I live in. I'm just saying, like, I'm I'm watching the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Detroit Lions. It's an all uh, feline battle. <laughs> Very exciting. It is funny how my perspective has changed. I remember growing up, I had a Nintendo 64. My good friend, Tommy, I will not say his last name for, you know, privacy reasons, but he had a PlayStation and I remember I would go over to his house and we'd play, I believe it was the game NBA Shootout. I think this this must have been like 1997, 98. It was either Shootout or In the Zone, one of those games that like didn't have a long career, but it was a few few years they'd have it. And I thought it was so cool that when you started a game, they'd give you the national anthem and you could, you it'd be different singers. So you'd have different singers singing the national anthem. I was like, what a fun feature like the whole to song? put in a game. I think it was usually the last couple of lines I do remember triple play baseball, if you remember that from back in the late 90s. They had, uh, they would also, you'd, you'd join the game and you'd get like the end. You'd get the land of the free and the home of the brave. And the home of the brave. <laughs> Which every verse, we mentioned multiple verses of the national anthem, they all end with and the home of the brave. Fun fact. 
If you oh. look up the entire like five oh, verses, okay. <laughs> of, they all end in the same way. Because we're the home of the brave. About to watch the Cleveland Browns play. Not the, the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> the yeah, the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns play the uh, the the San Diego Los Angeles Chargers. As we watch, you know this domestic abuser play against this person who just got arrested last week for a DWI. But let's honor America first, folks. Sean, I do have to ask because this is another element. This is just baseball exclusive, but another tradition is the seventh inning stretch. And we'll sing a little take me out to the ball game. Do you also hate this? The, I don't hate take me out to the ball game. Um, it's baseball related. Um, I do. So <laughs> my hometown baseball team, seventh inning stretch, they not only do take me out to the ball game, but first every game. So 81 home games, they will sing God bless America <laughs> before. Like, come on. <laughs> Why? We don't need this. Very same national anthem. How much more patriotism, Christianity. And this coming from a Christian. Like, I don't, I don't need this in my life right now. That's a, I don't think I've ever seen that anywhere else. Ah, that's pretty it's good. so fresh. It's so stupid. It's so pandering. I, I think that's what I hate about national anthem. It's, at the at games it's just it's oh, we don't need this we do not and it's for yet. the troops the troops yes troops don't give a damn about <laughs> this dude running down the sideline and stepping out of bounds and we have to take a 40 minute instant replay review we gotta honor america before we do that and then we'll show the troop on yeah. the jumbotron at the game and it's for way too long for like yeah. two and a half Standing minutes ovation, the, but then like they're looking at the camera like yeah right. and it's like here's like a 97 year old who <laughs> even just sitting upright is an ordeal and yeah. it's like oh yeah let's cheer and they wave and then it's like all right we're still here they'll wave again yeah and you can yeah you can see the panic in their eyes like why is this camera still on me and then please, when it finally goes off we'll never it. think about that person ever again correct it's very sad sports hopefully your personal story is a little happier personal story Ooh, i got a good personal story um i believe i've mentioned on this podcast before if i haven't i apologize that i, I do some some recreational you know pickleball pickleball fastest growing sport in america it's mixed between uh badminton it's mixed between tennis and table tennis although a recent uh, new york times uh, newsletter. I didn't click into the full article, but they had a highlight of it. I likened it to a game of chess, almost that you got to approach it the way you play chess. Uh, True. I wouldn't go Is that. that no. Far. Okay. I mean, well, maybe for some upper league folks. Maybe for a more sophisticated type may, of player. maybe because <laughs> pickleballers they do rank themselves. So they say, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a level four pickleball." Like I wouldn't. What I, are you? I have no clue. Someone would have to rank me. I'm guessing whatever's under zero, that's what my rank is. You're like when you do karate and it's like the belt they just give you to hold up your your key. So you're not you're not just like fall your clothes just don't fall off. Uh so pickleball normally played with doubles. Ninety percent of the time played with doubles. Um just as a personal story, if you're my partner, you're probably gonna be better than me. But can confirm. (laughs) Um but if you're on the left side and I'm on the right and you're right-handed, um, any shot up the middle is yours. <laughs> <laughs> Just letting you know, because it's going to be tougher for me to make a backhand attempt than it is for you to just slap it with your forehand. Like, please help. Help me. If you're only, I had a, a, 
I'm saying this because, you know, I play, you know, recreationally and we're in a group. And I, if I get this one guy on my team, I already know anything up the middle, even if I'm on the far side, on the wrong side, I'm going to have to try to get because he just he's going to assume that it's mine. When it's not. And it's just you, you got to know your partners, got to have a good, good chemistry, got to get in sync. I haven't told him this, and so I want to pay to just listen to a random... Please share this, <laughs> this exact episode. But yes, if you're playing personal, from personal experience, if you're on the left side and you're right-handed, a shot going up the middle, go ahead and swing at it. Just go, even if y'all both hit it. Two people hitting the ball is better than one. I think that's good advice for life, Sean. Know your partners, communicate. Yeah. And uh, just try and be on the same page. I think that'll help. One day. Yes, it'll help just like <laughs> our sports cliche helps me hit the mute button and not listen to, again, this is probably more of an announcer statement. You'll hear co- coaches say this sometimes as well, though, about pulling out all the stops. <laughs> For a specific team, you're going you're gonna to pull out all the stops to try and prevent them from scoring. And it reminds me a little bit of when you're traveling and you've got a delay very common in the airline industry right now. It seems like every time. Which also, here's a pro tip. Many airlines, if you have a delay of at least three hours or a canceled flight, they will give you some kind of voucher for food for the airport. Check your email. Check your text before you go and buy something if there's a delay. Because I did that once. Three minutes later, looked at my email. And it was like, hey, here's a voucher. Use it on anything oh, at the airport. Which ba- it's basically like a prepaid credit card. But then this last flight I took got delayed. That flight ended up being canceled. So thankfully I had switched to another flight that was leaving earlier. Got on that flight. No problem. Totally fine. But they gave prepaid credit cards. And you could not go over it. You had to pay up to... It was a $12 voucher. So I got two of them because there were two people flying. So up to $12. But individually, I couldn't combine the two. Right. So it was like, hey, here's the cheapest thing was like $3.79 or something like that. So there was no math that could work out where I could even get within like 20 cents. Like I had to spend like 10.65 and then 9.50 on another. Oh, that's frustrating. And I said, can You're I like get- I would have paid for yeah. the rest of the Yeah, can yeah. I go over and pay a dollar or whatever on my credit card? She said no. I uh, which I I assume I could have, but she just didn't want to deal with it. And I took it was a long process because you had to enter in your whole number that was on there. It was like a very lengthy yeah. ordeal. And I could just feel the line getting longer behind me. And I glanced back right when I finally got my food and everything. I was just like, oh, I'm so sorry. Everyone yeah, behind everybody me. Everybody staring at you like this guy. This effing guy. <laughs> but it reminds me, this, this sports cliche of pulling out all the stops. It reminds me of when you're on the flight. There's been a delay and the captain will come on and tell you, we're going to make up some time in the air. We're going to go faster. Which I know it uses more fuel. I know this is why they do not do this all the time. But I always think about it when they tell me that. I'm like, why don't you just do this all the time? Why don't you just make this three-hour flight two hours and 20 minutes because you're going faster? And that's what pulling all, out all the stops means to me. Like, why don't you just always play well? <laughs> just have the stops ready to be pulled already. You don't have to have them pulled out. They're already pulled out and you're ready to use the stops. I think that's how that phrase works. I think so, yeah. I don't, I don't know why we're pulling I out mean, you stops. are the pull-out king, so it's a... Oh, but am. that's a different... That's a different I ain't got topic. no kids, baby! <laughs> Having no kids when you don't want kids not dumb? Sports? Mm. Nah, I'm a little dumb. Mm-hmm. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.